As we approach the end of the year, as October quickly becomes November and November flies by, and before we know it, we are looking at December turning to January. It can be easy to get lost in the to-do list and the overwhelm and the anxiety and the stress of all the things, all the holiday things, all the buying things, all the craziness that the end of the year brings. And if we're not careful, we can live a really messy life. And I'm not talking about clutter in our homes or in our careers, but more so messy in our relationships. And that's why today I want to take a moment and focus on intentional living with this specific series this week. So a two-part series coming to you this week on how to intentionally connect with your people during the work week. Because I get it. Things are crazy. We're always running around to and from all the places trying to keep up with all the people and all of the things. And it can be so easy to get disconnected and to just dive deep into our own little hole of what we have to do for ourselves and for the ones around us. So that's why today on this episode of the Best Day Podcast, we are going to focus on simple ways to intentionally connect with your spouse during the week. You ready for it? Well, let's get started. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends. Not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 38 of the Best Day Podcast. Hi, friends. Hello, hello. Welcome to another day of the Best Day Podcast. I am your host, Haley, and I am so incredibly honored to be here with you once more on another episode. I am so happy to be here. You have no idea. I love, I love podcasting. I had no idea I would have so much fun myself doing this. And I hope that excitement, enthusiasm, joy can come meet you wherever you're at and just fill you up so that you know that you can absolutely have a fabulous and amazing day. It is Sunday as I'm recording this and I am just having a moment, mainly because I am wearing the world's most comfiest socks. It's finally getting cold in the mornings where you only want to bundle up and it's just making my heart so, so happy. So today's episode 
is going to be good. At least I hope so. That's my intention here. What I'm wanting to do is I am wanting to go over some ways to help you intentionally connect with your spouse during the week. All right. So if you're like me, then you probably have way too much on your plate. Too many things that you're trying to do, trying to balance. And to be honest, you're absolutely okay with it. For me, I thrive in that state. And it's always a work in progress to try to make sure I'm prioritizing the right things. But that's who I am at my deepest core. And for at least the season where I'm at, that's where we are. And I am here for it. Okay. So today's episode, as we approach the end of the year where more and more things are going on, as well as the days are getting a little bit shorter and the sun is setting earlier, we find ourselves having a little bit more time at home. And so I wanted to share with you some ways that you can intentionally connect with your spouse during the week. Now, these are 11 things that you can be thinking of, things that you can do in order to prioritize spending and cultivating that connection. Now, I have to be honest, okay? I had a nice long conversation with my incredible husband this morning before sharing and recording this podcast episode. I wanted him to know that this is what I was talking about. I also wanted to hear some of his ideas and we kind of worked through this list together. Now, he's not here on the podcast with me right now. He is having a daddy-son date at the park So mama can knock through these episodes, but I really wanted to connect my heart with his before I shared this as a way to make sure him and I were aligned. Now, I want to be completely honest with this, okay? There's a lot of things that I feel, okay, no, that sounds terrible. (laughs) Let me scratch that and start over, okay? There are a couple of things in my life, if I were to do a self-assessment on where I'm like, okay, like what are things that I am confident in? Okay. I am confident in me as a teacher. I feel like that is something that I pour a lot of me in and I'm like, yeah, I got this. And I feel very confident in me as a mother. But if I'm being completely brutally honest and extremely vulnerable if I think of me as a wife, I feel like there's so much I could improve on. And I'm not saying that to like beat myself down. I'm saying that more as a place of reflection of there's things that I can definitely improve on. And that's my hope here. And sharing this list with you is to recenter my own heart and to focus on ways to help us all intentionally connect with the people who mean the very most to us, right? Now, for me, I things are busy. I I pour a lot of myself to a lot of the people that I serve in terms of my family, my students. When I teach, I give it all. I pour every ounce of my heart and my energy and my soul and my passion for what I do in the classroom to over 120 students every single day. And that is something that fills my heart up in ways I can't even explain. All right. And from the podcast and all these other things, I am extremely ambitious and overcommitted. And those are things that I know that like, girlfriend, you got to work on, right? And so sometimes I pour so much of myself 
to other people and so much of myself to the tactical things during the day that fill me up that if I'm being brutally honest, I could be so much better at serving in my home and showing up and loving my husband. Now, we have been married nine and a half years and I love him with all of my heart. All right. He is incredible. We are a team and not every single, you know, moment of marriage has been the most amazing because if you are married and you are in deep relationships and you know just how hard work that that is. And there's definitely been seasons that have been trying and stretching and challenging, but there's also have been so many amazing seasons of just joy and contagious joy and excitement and life and living. So I'm bringing this to you as a honest working mama married to her high school sweetheart in the hopes that both you and I can focus on prioritizing and intentionally connecting with the people we love the most during the week, during the work week. All right. Now, 11 things. Let's start with number one, okay? Set aside time for date night. Now, we have a one-year-old, and so... When I brought this topic up to my husband this morning, I was like, all right, let's think. What are ways we like to connect with each other during the week? He goes, we have a one-year-old. That doesn't happen. And I said, okay, babe, back up. What are things that we can do or be better at? And one thing that I think is really important, and we don't always do the best job of it, but I like the intention and focusing in on the beginning of each week, setting this intention to have one specific weeknight. So something from Monday through Thursday where We sit aside ahead of time that, hey, this is our time. This is our date at home. This is when we are going to connect. This is when we're going to talk with one another. This is when we're going to put aside our computers, our phones, all the other things we want to do, and we are going to sit, okay? And we're going to chat and we're going to, or have fun or just do something exciting. So the first thing is set aside time for date night and think about ahead of time when this is going to be. So you kind of know in your heads that, all right, you know, Tuesday night, I'm not going to bring home work or I'm not going to schedule work for myself. Uh, We are in a season right now where after our son goes to bed, we like to sit on the couch and watch things on Netflix or TV. And we're actually huge, huge, huge Braves fans. And so the fact that they got uh, beaten by the Phillies in the first official round of the postseason, that hurts and it stings. But That has now quickly opened up our evening TV schedule. But my point is, instead of just sitting in our comfort zone, why not intentionally plan time where you can connect or have fun or do something that feels like a date? Maybe you are cooking dinner together or making a special meal or sitting on the kitchen table and journaling or reading or playing Scrabble or just doing something that isn't your normal routine and not doing something where you're just sitting next to each other on a phone or looking at whatever you're looking at. Okay. So the first thing is set aside specific time for a date night during the week and focus on that and prioritize that. And it doesn't have to be like an hour upon hours. It can be, you know, a short window of time, but I guarantee you, once you start doing this, you're gonna be like, Oh, Hey, like, I like you. This is fun. Let's, let's do this more. Number two is all about communication. So figure out a way to have a weekly family meeting that allows you to come together and communicate. Communicate what's going on, 
talk about your week ahead. Use this to actually plan out your week. Who's working which days where? Who is going to be working late? Who has a big project coming up? You know, who's going to handle drop off? Who's going to handle meals, dinner? For me and my family, my husband and I, we are a team. We are truly a team. We are constantly having to have conversations and put down our pride and put down our stubbornness to figure out, hey, we're better together. Let's work together to figure out how these things need to get done. And you can't do that without communicating, especially if something's going on and you're feeling big feelings, you know, communicate, let them know that, hey, this is what I'm dealing with in my head. And I'm not necessarily looking for a solution, but I just want you to know that these are the thoughts I'm processing or these are the things I'm struggling with or this is what I'm trying to come to terms to terms with internally and you know, here's how you can support me. Something that I think is so great is being honest and upfront with one another and especially if you are an independent person or you internalize things. We were talking last night both of us we were having kind of a, you know, more serious conversation and both of us shared that we internalize a lot of stuff and so to sit down and actually vocalize out loud what we were both feeling and thinking, it was pretty good for us to have that. But if you also internalize a lot of things, then definitely prioritize communication. Number three, go to bed earlier. Yes, listen, go to bed earlier and allow yourself to actually spend that quality time together, okay? being able to spend time, connect, and just be intentional with one another. That's a huge part of marriage. And we probably don't necessarily do that enough because we're on our phones or we are watching something on TV and it's like, oh, wait, now it's time to go to bed. And then you fall asleep because you're exhausted. And then next thing you know, little man down the hall is awake and you're like, how in the world did it already become this early? That happened this morning. (laughs) I heard my son wake up and it was like a cough and a cry and it kept continuing and I looked at the clock thinking okay I've only been asleep for 30 minutes surely it's like 12 30 oh no it was 5 55 I was like how in the world did that six hours of sleep feel like 30 minutes so go to bed earlier and allow yourself to spend intimate quality moments all right number four express and show gratitude Yes, please. Let's focus on operating and serving from a place of gratitude and thankfulness. It can be so easy to get stressed and overworked and overwhelmed and take it out on the people we love the most. I'm like the winner at this. I freak out. I get anxious. I deal with a lot in my head and then boom, it all explodes on poor Justin. (laughs) And I don't mean it, but he's just the first person in the line of attack, and that's not a good thing. So instead, let's focus on making it a priority to be intentional with showing gratitude and be intentional of focusing on thankfulness and coming from a place of, hey, like, let me share with you why I'm thankful. Let me share with you, like, what you are currently doing that is just lighting me up and really bringing joy to my life. So I'm going to add this with number four, expressing and showing gratitude, but definitely adding with that words of affirmation. Now for me, my love language is words of affirmation, right? Like that's that's how I receive love. That's how I love to give love. I love everything about words all the time. They're my favorite. All right. Encouraging words, words that are hopeful and inspiring and powerful. And so utilize words to build each other up and to 
take a moment and think, how can I go out of my way to intentionally connect and encourage and motivate my spouse this week? Number five, focus on what you both truly love. Find what brings you together. Figure out what those passions are or rediscover them and focus on the things that you truly love and utilize that and do that and and spend time there. We love being outside. We love the outdoors. It rejuvenates us, refreshes us in so many ways. Even if this is just sitting on our back deck, overlooking the trees or the stars and just feeling that cold, crisp air towards the fall evenings, that is something that we love to do. So focus on the things that you truly love and find a way during the week to do those things. All right, number six, outside. Spend some time outside. Go for a walk in your neighborhood or change things up a bit and spend an evening after work at the park. This is one of the things that is the most refreshing for us. Now, if you listen to a lot of episodes or even a few episodes over here on the podcast, you probably are used to me telling you to go outside. I'm a big lover and supporter of living life outdoors. And this was actually the one of the many items that my husband contributed to this list this morning. And I loved it. He's like, yeah, go outside, spend time outside, go for a walk, go to the park. I was like, you're the best. I love you. I'm always talking about going outside. So adding this to the list, but seriously, go outside, go for a walk, move your bodies, breathe the air differently. It does a number for you. And this allows you to talk and this allows you to put your phone down because truly what is the most underlying message of this whole episode to everyone, myself first, is put your phone down, set it aside, put down your to-do list, put away your computer, put away your work task, and just connect with your spouse. Number seven, find fun things and do them. All right, we have a ping pong table in our basement and we don't necessarily play it often, but when we go through little seasons of, hey, let's play ping pong, we both are incredibly, incredibly competitive and we have had so much fun, so much fun playing ping pong. So think of the things that just make you feel like a kid and bring back that childlike joy and do those things. Figure out ways to have fun, ways to goof off, turn on the music, dance, sing, be silly, be goofy, laugh at each other. You got to. You have to. This life is meant to be lived with overwhelmingly contagious joy. Number eight. Okay, (laughs) this one isn't necessarily for the actual work week, but it works. So bear with me. Number eight, plan a weekend away. Plan a weekend away. This gives you something to look forward to, especially when the work week gets crazy or the all the task of all the things get too much and overwhelming. By planning a weekend away, you have something incredible to look forward to and you know that, hey, that time to truly connect, that time to truly reset, that time to truly pour into us and the marriage, it, it can come and it will right? So plan a week in a way that is something that is absolutely worth looking into and looking forward to. We recently have done this for a few weekends ahead and goodness, I, it is grounding me right now knowing that, okay, just keep on doing the things and we will have that weekend soon. 
to reconnect and just spend time with us. Number nine, do things together. Do home things together. I love with all of my heart when my husband and I can prepare a meal together or hardcore clean one section of the home together. And I know that sounds silly, but listen, we both are working, taking care of our son. We have two massive dogs that we love with all of our hearts. By Friday night, Saturday morning, we look around and we're like, oh, well, how does this compare to last Saturday morning? (laughs) Is the kitchen cleaner? Is it more crazier? What's the laundry situation? And we just turn on the music and drink all the coffee and our sweet son's running around just goofing off and we tackle the cleaning. And it's fun because we're doing it together and it doesn't seem like it's one person's task or one person's responsibility. Now, there are things that he does really well and things that I do really well and we kind of let each person do their thing. Like, I don't mind folding clothes. I think it's fun. Yes, I said that. Yes, that's recorded. Yes, it's published. I did say folding clothes is fun. He can like power out cleaning bathrooms. So they're just things that we rely on each other's strengths for, but do things together. It just makes everything so much more enjoyable. Number 10, if you are a person whose faith is significant to you, definitely be sure to spend time during the week praying together. And if that is not your jam, then focus on spending quiet moments where you can just be present in that moment together and reflect. And number 11, you might think this is interesting to be on the list, but have specific individual time that allows you to fulfill your needs. Time that is completely devoted to you so that you can fill your cup up so that way you can continue to pour and serve for everyone else. You have to be able to connect with yourself in order to be able to connect with those around you. So make sure as you sit down and look through your week and as you sit down and figure out what's going to really do it for you this week and fill you up with so much abundant joy and carve out that time where you can fulfill your own needs and make sure your spouse does the same. That way, when you come together as a family, as a team, as you approach the week, as you have your date night, as you have fun and go for a walk and sit outside that you can feel like your best version of yourself because you've been doing the things that you need to thrive. All right. Those are the 11 ways to intentionally connect with your spouse during the week. Quick little recap for you. Set aside time for date night. Communicate, especially planning out your week together. Go to bed earlier so you can have more intimate moments. Express and show gratitude. Five, focus on what you both truly love. Six, go outside. Seven, find fun things and do them often. Eight, plan a weekend away. Nine, do things together like cook, clean, tackle things around the home that need to be done. 10, pray together. 11, have specific individual time to fulfill your very own needs. I hope that you have a great day the best day, truthfully. And I hope that as you approach this week towards the end of October, moving through November and December, that you feel hopeful and that you feel present where you are, how you are living with what is going on in the season of life that you currently are walking in. And I truly hope that each, every day you take a moment and find 
something joyful to hold on to and take that joy and use that to intentionally connect with your people. I cannot wait for another episode coming to you later this week. So check your podcast app for Thursday. I will be releasing the second part of this series, which is ways to intentionally connect with your kids during the week. And I'm really, really excited about it. Until then, guys, have the absolute best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters, your presence matters, you are valued, and your life is a treasure. You're absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.